Hey, what's up, fuckers? Yo. What up? That was loud as shit, bro. Well, you know, I always get told I don't sound loud enough. So, you know, just trying to... Overcompensate? Of... Yeah, gotcha. The only time you're ever loud is at one certain part of the show. We'll get to that Yeah, later. so I'm th- thinking about phasing that out of the show. I... No, Drew would not like that. It, that was for Drew. It's going to still be... Not for Fedman. Yeah. You're loud Well, see, Drew did come up with a segment and we do it for Drew. But you would annoy the piss out of Drew. He would tell you to shut the fuck up. He would love it. He would get a kick out of it. Yeah, he might occasionally tell me to shut the fuck up. But he Why would do you have so many wieners in your bowls? <laughs> you and scooped by, out the sausage, didn't you? And by bowl, she means mouth. No, I did not. I just scooped it. Dude, look at that wieners on his plate. You don't have no wieners. I have wieners. You want me to put the wieners back? No, you put all that nasty shit on top of it. But it's the wieners. All the waiters on the bottom. <laughs> <Shut up>. Not yet. <laughs> I totally threw y'all off, huh? I mean, you always do when you come in here with them big ass titties and that ass just shaking like that. Dear God. This is what I gotta listen to. Oh, man. Wah. I mean, technically, right now, everybody's listening Everybody. to it. Okay, so, again, what's up, fuckers? <laughs> yeah, the Lord just stopped it right out of the middle of nowhere. Have you not listened to the podcast? That's what I've been doing the past blah, 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 number of weeks. Yes, I know that. Chill. Okay, then why are you being like, oh, yeah, he just stopped it out of nowhere? Because he bit you. He bit you when I bring it up. I'm just trying to just say shit. My God. Well. Because I was about to say something, you just cut the shit off. I was about to say my piece. Well, well speak your piece. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work now. Doesn't okay, hey Josh, I bang your sister. Now say your piece. <laughs> fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> okay, but now that the cold opens out of the way, I am your host, Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. This is the Turn the Buckle podcast for this week. Chilling out around the half empty room. <laughs> Moving sucks. Mm-hmm. Remodeling and moving at the same time. Double sucks. But worth it. Uh, worth it. But Definitely worth it. All right. So, I think we've talked long enough. We'll go ahead and get into the wrestling. But aren't we going to be talking for like the next two That's and a half why I hours? Said that's why I said get into the wrestling. <laughs> so where are we starting, SmackDown? Uh, yeah, what happened on SmackDown this past week? Besides, uh, yeah, go ahead. Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns reunite 
United Front, blah, blah, do their whole spiel. Apparently, Heyman had the Usos losing their fucking shit. Uh, yeah, apparently, him just saying schmuck in that accent just killed him. That I'm okay with. The next part of this whole thing, not really. Because what was the next part of it? Well, Goldberg has chosen his next victim. Oh, wait. Acknowledged his next victim. The audience having to watch another shit Goldberg match? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. There are so many people on that roster deserving a spot. And you're just going to let Goldberg walk in off the streets and be like, hey, I'm going to be the next champion at yeah. 976 years old looking like fucking steroid grandpa. And it, and it is not, and it doesn't even have good matches when he does do this stupid shit. He never had good matches. No, never your top five favorite Goldberg matches. Ready? Exactly. That's the one where he beat Hogan at the Georgia Dome was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> the one where Regal beat his ass was really cool. And Regal got fired. That's okay. He was better off for it. Yeah. Look, I've never been a Lesnar fan by any means. I like the babyface running thing. I love it. I'm not Lesnar. Goldberg. Goldberg. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we normally bitch about Lesnar getting these <laughs> spots, so it just it happens. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Apparently. Vince was on a roll of I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with my shows this week. I mean, yeah. Is what I've gathered. Because next up, you had Ricochet versus Holland. Ricochet wins. Then it turns into Sheamus and Holland versus Ricochet and Cesaro. Like, right after that match ends. And then Holland and Sheamus go over in the next match. 50-50 booking in one segment. Yeah, I should say, what the fuck? Was it like a DQ win or a count-out win for Ricochet? No, he pinned Holland. Mm-hmm. Then they come back from a commercial. Holla, holla, tag team match for you. And it's the tag match, and Holland goes over on Cesaro. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> I fucking hate this company. The mother... This... Cesaro... You know, as a matter of fact, I was watching Peacock. I was watching the WWE Network. I was watching WWE 24, and I was watching... It was doing the WrestleMania 37, part one, part two. And they had a whole highlight on Cesaro's match with Seth Rollins, which was fucking fantastic. And now, look. look, This is what he's doing. I don't know how much time is left in his contract, but I hope it's not a lot. Because that motherfucker needs to be released, or his contract expiring. He'll be treated. Oh, wait, did he resign? Or did he resign? I think he resigned. I don't know. Some people don't care. They're in it for the money. I mean, hell. If Vince offered me a contract, I would have a hard time saying no. Oh, yeah. So then next up was Eric versus Jimmy Uso. Yeah, because you have to make your random... uh, Tag team title challengers look like something after you've shit on them for the entire time they've been in your company. Yeah, it's quite an experience they've had. Well, I mean, Uso went over, so... 
course I did. You know. And then Aaliyah versus Natalia again. And apparently it's going to happen again next week or this week. I. <sighs> it's bad when a local indie show can book storylines better than a fucking multi million dollar company. I don't think they're even doing storylines anymore. No, there's some kind of story between behind this. I, wish, I would like to know what it is. I, mean, I beat you. You beat me. Let's pick together. Yeah. I get the whole. Maybe it's Natalia feeling disrespected by Aaliyah. <laughs> the werewolf cup fell down. You're trying to kill the wolf cup. Don't buddy. come over here being a bitch, now. You did it yourself. <laughs> Asshole. Okay, everybody, that was Willow. <laughs> Thank you for your appearance. We'll pay you later. <laughs> so then, after the shit show of Natalia versus, which I don't think it was really a shit show because normally the they're quick but they're decent matches. Well, Natalia's really good, and yeah. she could wrestle a damn mop handle and it be an okay match. Yeah. And Aaliyah's not horrible. Hell, she was in NXT for long enough. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, but I hardly ever saw her in anything. Yeah, she was just jobbering in NXT when they did have her. Like, they get, they featured for a little bit with the Robert Stone brand, but that was about it. They, yeah, they didn't do much. And yeah, Natalia, she, people, for, I'm sure people forget how good she really is because of how much they shit on her and put her in these meaningless feuds. and Just ridiculous. So then apparently it was McIntyre versus... What, a Mad Cat monster or some shit? I'm sure. That person. Yeah. Mad Cat. I don't... I mean, I... I thought it was just a fight because they're going to wrestle at the pay-per-view. Or a premium know. live event. I don't know. I guess all this is still boiling down to a Drew pissed off that they put him out or whatever. Okay, but apparently the promo that Drew cut, because I remember I'm talking about this... He said that he wants to get his revenge. He wants to get his revenge on Moss and Corbin. But didn't he do that by eliminating them both from the Rumble? No. Wouldn't they put, that be how they you put through? him out? So I'm assuming his revenge is going to be putting them out. But he put them out of the Rumble. He wants to beat the fuck out of them. <clears throat> but yeah. I mean, since, what does it make? So, next up we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder <coughs> Mahal. Don't give me your gender. In a championship contenders match. Oh, dear God. Sure. <laughs> so, guess who wins? Shinsuke. Shinsuke. And guess what next week is? Probably going to be a title match. No, because Shinsuke won, and he has his opponent already. Oh, yeah? Yeah, wasn't it Sammy? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Sammy's his opponent, but they gave Gender a championship yeah. contenders match. And speaking of Sammy. Well, when they're not fighting in Saudi Arabia, are they? Because Sammy refuses to go there. Sammy can't go. Yeah. No, he doesn't refuse. He can't. Yeah, he can't go. 
Hey, Sammy is of Syrian descent. Damn. He'll get murdered if he goes. Basically. He can go. He's fine. No, like legit, he would get murdered. Okay, you don't like Sammy. <laughs> but speaking of Sammy, did y'all see him get chased out at the premiere of the Jackass? That was hilarious. <clears throat> That was great. But yeah, Nakamura beats Gender in the championship contenders match, which made no sense because he already has an opponent. So why are you gonna make a why are you gonna make a match where he could possibly have another opponent? Because <laughs> it's WWE. And I guess what you would call the semi main of the show. Or, I guess, main event match, but... <coughs> it wasn't the main event segment. I get what you're right. saying. Yeah. New Day versus Los Lothario. Oh, my God. Poor Big E. Yeah, they hit shit on Big E. I've never seen a bigger fall from Grace from a main event straight down to the lower mid-card tag. Kofi. Yeah. Big E wouldn't get there faster, though. Oh, no, they might be about the same time. Nah, Kofi's was nine seconds, bro. Oh, the match, yeah. <laughs> Cars is about to be a daddy. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Is he gonna buy? Is he gonna get a center ripoff onesie? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, a change. Technically, yeah. <laughs> so then, the main event segment, Ronda Rousey. She apparently got some heat for this fucking promo because she acted like she didn't give a shit. Shouldn't the fans? No, that was the one she cut on Raw. Oh, never mind. The first week back. Never mind. We'll get to that. Apparently, Rousey's supposed to be baby. Yeah, I know, but she's the fuck. She just can't get over the fact that the last time she was with the fans shit on her. Well, maybe if she was worth something. Agreed. But she's facing Charlotte yeah, at Mania, blah, blah. Whoopty goddamn dude. Sonya jumped Rhonda. She, she st- gets up in Rhonda's face and is like, I'm the blah, 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 authority, blah, blah, blah. And she, uh, Rhonda pushes Sonya out of the way to go at Charlotte. Uh, I'm trying to think because I heard I just watched the Smackdown review this morning on Russell Talk or this afternoon and I give Charlotte props she can run in them fucking heels <laughs> now it was uh, they went out there in the segment it was just Charlotte and Sonya and they were going to name Charlotte's opponent because Ronda challenged Becky and then Rhonda came out and was like, no, I didn't. I'm going to face Charlotte. But they had already announced Charlotte's opponent as Sasha. And then that's when Rhonda comes out and blah, blah, blah. And then Sonya gets up in her face like, I'm the authority here. You do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it, blah, blah, blah. And she pushes Sonya out of the way to go at Charlotte. And so it's 
blah, 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 fight Charlotte, fight Charlotte, and then Sonya jumps on Ronda's back. I need Sonya to just go back to being a wrestler. Uh, yeah. I don't like the authority thing. When I have my jacket on, I'm your boss. When I don't have my jacket on, I'm a wrestler. That's that's going to be in a future top five. Top five worst gimmicks. I mean, it's cool. it was a cool thing during the Rumble. Yeah, the Except way she... Except for how predictable it fucking was. Big time. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. Because I knew as soon as fucking Cameron's music hit... And they were, well, yeah, that's Naomi's best friend, blah, blah, blah. That's who? Off goes the jacket. Yeah, and it's, like you said, it's just all becoming too predictable when they do stupid stuff like that. Hell, even in the men's rumble, you you could tell every now and then, okay, this person's going to come out next. This person's going to come out next. He's about to get eliminated. They're about to get thrown out. Yep. I mean, uh... All right, so SmackDown was a very, very lackluster show. Yeah, which is weird for SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown yeah. usually... It's the better of the two shows, but when Raw is as bad as it was last night, even that lackluster SmackDown is better than what Raw was. The only thing I saw was the Becky Lita segment. I turned it on for background noise and still drowned it out. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that's possible. <laughs> all right, well, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, so what was the first thing that happened on Raw? So, I'm not sure timing, but I'm pretty sure... Quiz Bowl was first. I think so. I think that's what the... Review said that I listened to today. Which, I'm really glad that shit's over with. Yeah, yeah. The uh, basically the Happy Gilmore trivia contest. I mean, that's basically what it was. It yeah. was the end of Happy Gilmore over the past three weeks. Which somehow went into Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. I guess to give Alpha Academy a win. I got real confused over it. <laughs> apparently, Randy botched his line. That's not probably. Well, it, it was a stoner line. The last it should have been real. <laughs> well, that's this is why it happened. The final question was about uh, metric to standard weight conversion. And instead of having Orton answer the obvious stoner question, or having Riddle answer the obvious stoner question, they had Riddle and or fuck, why can I not get this right? Because <laughs> Riddle's a fucking stoner. <laughs> instead of Riddle answering the stoner question, Orton spoke up, answered the stoner question, and then flubbed his line by saying, see, I'm not the only one who bakes. <laughs> Oh, what was he supposed to say? Probably look at Riddle and say, you're not the only one who bakes. <laughs> but if that's the case, and him fucking that up was 
spot on because hell. <laughs> So, listen, you had it on for background noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Styles of Priest next? I turned it on at the uh, Miz TV. Oh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> because of what Miz said to Dominic. <laughs> Something uh, that I think should have been said a long time ago. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Like, seriously, it should have been said a long fucking time ago, but we'll get there. And when we get there, I'll have to tell you something else I heard in one of the videos I listened to when I was on my way home. Oh. I don't know what to write, but... So, Styles Priest, Styles goes over, Priest runs the rope straight into the Phenomenal Forearm. Okay, this is one of those situations... That's starting to make less and less sense. What did Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde make for Priest? Priest as the U.S. champion and AJ as someone going into the chamber to be WWE champion. Neither one of them should have had a loss. Yeah. So it should have been some type of either a disqualification or a... Double count out. Double count out, or somebody comes and interferes in the match and takes out both of them. Like the dirty dogs come out and it, you know, keeps that going with Priest or some kind of shit like that. But instead, they put their United States champion under. Supposedly, that he's fixing to go full on like psycho heel. Nice. Bad Bunny wouldn't like that though. <laughs> okay, so this isn't video, but if you would have seen the looks I just got, you would know why I just started laughing. <laughs> We're gonna have to do some kind of video with this shit sometime. Yeah. Maybe not every episode, but maybe like every so often. Yeah, a special episode on our OnlyFans or some kind of shit. Well, we gotta find Drew's We've still got one of those, right? We still gotta find we gotta find Drew's password. I'm sure it's Drew effing game or some shit like that. Okay, so now we're to Dom and Miz. Well, you forgot about the other segment. The, the other segment? The one you thought, the Lita and... Oh, that was before Dom and Miz? Like I said, that's the only thing I saw. And no, it, was it was just a clip. It was, oh, well then, yeah, it was later. Well, okay then. That's what I'm saying. But you brought it up like four fucking times, so I thought it was no. in line. No? It's over here somewhere because I didn't know where it went. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I suck at homework, okay? It's okay. So, Dom and Miz had, I guess, their match or... Well, they had Miz TV. Well, Dominic and Miz had a match last Monday. And they showed the replay on Miz TV after the Mysterios had already came out. Miz goes to hit the ropes in front of Ray and just falls over, turns around, looks at the ref, and is like, he grabbed my foot. And the referee throws out 
throws Mysterio out, you know, does the whole, you're out of here shit like they do, you know? And uh, in the confusion, Dominic throws his hands up, Miz comes up, skull crushing finale, and pins him. So they show that clip. There's still more talky-talky back and forth. And uh, Miz utters the line that should have been said way before now. You know, you're a lot taller than Ray. Dominic, are you sure Eddie's not your real dad? That's hilarious. So Ray gets pissed, jumps up, tries to go after him. Dominic kind of gets in between. Pushes Miz over and it leads into their match this week. And Don gets a roll up on him. Well, Dominic hits the ropes and Maurice actually grabs his leg and the ref sees it. So he kicks Maurice out while that arguing's going on. Miz goes to hit the ropes in front of Ray and Ray actually pulls the shit out of his foot. <laughs> Takes the face bump and he turns around and does all, he grabbed my leg, ref. And the ref's like, no, I just saw you pulled this shit last week. He didn't touch your leg, I bet. And that's in the whole, oh no, he really grabbed my leg. Come on, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when the roll up and Dominic pins Miz. Uh, this is actually a good storyline for Miz, I think, mm-hmm. with the Mysterios. Because it straight 100% goes towards his ego. Because Ray is on the cover of the game. Of the game, and not the Miz. Yeah. I think that works, yeah. So I like this, especially if it leads to like a maybe Ray and Miz at the chamber. And maybe that starts to lead up to Ray and Dominic at Mania when he turns on Ray. But this is also because Miz is no longer really in the championship picture. Like, he's kind of stepped out of it, so he's going to be one of the ones that, you know, helps the... Mm-hmm. Young talent. He's going to be like the... Which is a great thing for me. The gatekeeper kind of kind of deal. He'll be there to get people over. He'll be involved. He'll be in meaningful feuds. Because you've got to, you've got to look at how Miz got his start. Right. Like, I was a huge fan of Real World growing up, and t- you wouldn't have thought Miz would have ever made it. Nobody thought he'd make it. Everybody. Mike Mazanin was a jackass. <laughs> 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 but. He did something last night when they were sitting there. And I swear to God, he looked just like his fucking daddy. I was like, good God, you see Daddy Mazanin in him. <laughs> and then, okay, what was next? Wasn't it Dewdrop Drop and... <coughs> see, that's what I'm saying. When I was reading, the timing was off because it had Belair and Nikki next. Okay, that may have been next. I just know Dewdrop and Liv wrestled too. Yeah. Uh, Belair and Nikki. What can you say about Nikki that hadn't been said already? That we haven't said a million times already. Yay, Belair. There's so much, like, I don't... Like, I get that it was a way for her to get over and all this stuff, and it actually worked for her, but... It's stupid. 
I agree, and that's Only why... Only one to ever pull off the hero gimmick was Hurricane and Molly. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, what about the superhero training? The S-H-I-T. No. I like that. But that was just me. I like it. <laughs> But apparently Bianca hit the KOD with one good leg. and Yeah, Nikki worked the leg over through the whole match. Uh, so seeing... And Bianca did a hell of a job selling, but still being able... You know, still doing her shit. Like, she did a... She jumped off the middle rope. Still landed. Like, jump. Nikki ducked under. So she still was able to... Hit the ground, do the roll, stand up, sell the leg, and go into the next spot. So, I mean, it was, she was able to make it work and make sense through the whole thing. And then, yeah, she hit the KOD with the one good leg, but it made total sense. And you don't have to whisper when you come through here. You know that. Okay. Hey, we're going to go do the pop. Later, you gonna do it with us? Oh yeah, I'm doing my pop. You she know do- I'm doing my pop. She's okay. doing her pop. You heard that? She's doing her pop. I might let her say it. She's super excited. She is excited. She's excited about her pop. Hi, honey. You can't say about your pop because you don't know if it's gonna happen. You can't say your pop yet. <laughs> yeah, you can. Can you, can you like go back and like edit it? Like, no, no, we're not Okay, you do it next week. Okay, so Nikki and Bianca led into KO and Theory. That was a good match. I'm a big Theory fan. I'm a big KO fan. So, (laughs) no, it was a really good match. Uh, The only thing I didn't like about it is Owens went over. You know, he probably should, whatever. But the fact that they've got Theory in the chamber match and then having him lose this close to it. <coughs> and uh, I know it's Owens trying to get himself in. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably do some kind of a... Some kind of a deal to try to get into it again before the chamber actually happens. If someone will get injured right before. Yeah. I need George inside, and I will tell George in a minute. There's one singular piece of cake. My birthday cake. Look, that's my snack tomorrow. If anybody touches it, they will pay the price. Just okay. so y'all know, efforts, y'all, y'all heard that, so keep that in mind. Yeah, people out there in podcast world, do not eat my daughter's last piece of birthday cake. Okay, so what was after KO in theory there, William? Do drop and live. Oh, that was a do drop and live. That was a really good match. They had the big man, small man, you know what I mean, dynamic going. It worked out really good for them. They pulled it off. Uh, Liv was outmatched and overpowered, but she was never really out of the match until it was over there at the end. So yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really good. 
So, <clears throat> this is where I don't know. We'll just throw the Becky Lita segment in here now. Yeah, because the Riddle Seth was the actual main event. They didn't do the interview for the main in this one. So, I'm not... I actually like the storytelling with this. Even though it's, like, super, like, quick happening, but the storytelling of it is pretty cool. Okay. Becky would, like, you know, with without Lita, there would be no Becky Lynch, la da da But then she turns around and she says, but now that there's a Becky Lynch, there doesn't need to be a Lita. Okay. And I really, I know... I know it won't happen, <laughs> but want- I really want Lita to win. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because, like... You really can't say it's not going to happen because it's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. Saudi's huge for the nostalgia shit because that's what they know. How the prince wanted Yokozuna on the fucking <laughs> Roster. Maybe they should, you know, be caught up with the history of the nostalgia <laughs> before they. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to see Lita get another shot. At just it can be a quick run. Like don't get like fuck it, do it a month, whatever the next pay per view is. But Mania. it'd be great. Chamber than Mania, isn't it? or are they doing one in March? I think there's one in March. Where's Mania in March? I think Mania's second week of April this year. First week of April. I get confused. I don't know. But what no. Mania is this? I don't fucking know. WrestleMania 2022. But no, this is what I said What I said before. Let her win. Let her get the belt. And then hold it till Survivor Series. Or, so they might not do a... March pay for you. It's April third. But yeah, I could see them putting the title on her and letting her hold it till SummerSlam, Survivor Series, something like that. Sorry, Will's looking at the pay-per-view schedule just to make sure. I don't think there's one in March. The fuck? Oh, God, okay. there's one in March, and it's probably called something stupid, right? Vengeance Day? In, in March this year? February? February 15th. Wait, what? NXT Vengeance Day. Oh. oh, yeah, that's NXT. They, yeah. Shut up, Admiral. No, apparently there's not one in March. Don't y'all say a word. The fuck is wrong with you? I'm just sitting here. Did you blow your load or something? Shit. <clears throat> I had to take the wolves out. My God. So, after the, you know, Lita hitting a glorious twist of fate and moonsault on, Lita, on Becky... I'm waiting for him to spill his whole drink on this couch. I know, I know. Um, we lead into the main, which was Riddle and Seth, which, yet again, 
turned into Riddle and Orton versus Seth and Kale. What's up with these singles matches? And Riddle went over in the singles. Seth and KO went over in the tag. <laughs> nobody, we don't want nobody to lose. Everybody win one. 50-50. 50-50 booking. 50-50 booking should not exist. Unless it makes sense. Like there are makes, times I, when it makes sense and when it's good. It's, yeah, it's If you have... Like with the Cesaro Sheamus angle from a few years back. The best of seven? When the, it led into the best of seven because neither one could get the upper hand on the other. So they're like, okay, best of seven. Right. That was some fucking great matches, anyway. Oh, no doubt. Well, yeah, it was uh, Zara. Yeah. Okay, now on to wrestling that makes sense. Uh, you know what my favorite thing about AEW is? Everything. Tony Khan. Except for the women's division. It, it always kicks off with a match. Yes. Okay. Not 45 minutes of fucking blase, blase. Haha, you said bitch. It's for real now. Like, just stop. I wonder why everybody thought saying bitch. And <laughs> said, oh, fuck, they said bitch. Oh, it's going to be good. So the show kicks off with Wheelie Yuta and Moxley. Are you not Brian Kendrick? Oh, right. Why'd you even have to bring it up? Now people are going to be like, well, what happened with Brian Kendrick? Why wasn't Brian Kendrick there? Well, they can fucking go online and read the shit. No, Josh. Why wasn't Brian Kendrick there? You because, wanted to bring it up. Well, because the motherfucker's got some fucked up conspiracy shit. He said, apparently, uh, the Sandy Hook shooting was fake. Um, there are a bunch of other conspiracy theories. I mean, but he's that was not like 11 years ago. Huh? He's not alone in the world. I mean, there's people out there like that. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Anyways, but yeah, really, you'd have got a great show in here against John Moxley. Which is awesome because Yuda's good. Yuta's good, so I mean, I'm glad he's getting a spot like that, but honestly, honestly, it should have been just come out, Moxley kick his ass, and that'd be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my, the most interesting thing about that was what happened after the match. Yes. Oh, yes, God. That was, my God. What? Was that necessary? Yes, it was necessary. But in T-Ways, here we are thinking that we're going to see a, 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 an angle with him and Brian leading to a match between them, but no. Still could. Still could, yeah. What is Tony known for? Long-term okay. storytelling. So it could start out. Start as a partnership. They have disagreements about said partnership, about how to use the guys that they're mentoring. But Brian goes off and talks about how we should be mentoring guys like Daniel Garcia. Guys like, who was some of the guys he named? I don't remember some of the guys, but one of the guys he named was like Daniel Garcia, and that was... I know Garcia was one Lee of Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty, yes. You know, imagine 
Brian. He may even said Yuta because Yuta was just in the match yeah. with him. <coughs> Which, I'm totally okay with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. A fucking Moxley and Danielson hardcore fucking mentor. For, oh, gosh. But I don't think it needs to happen. Well, at least the Daniel Garcia part. I'll tell you about that later. I've got an idea for Daniel Garcia. He's got an idea for Daniel Garcia. I have a couple ideas for Daniel Garcia. Has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so up next you had Death Triangle versus Knights of the Black Throne. I thought they were Kings of the Black Throne. Maybe. Yeah, they've, I think they fucked up. I think they I'm pretty sure if one said one thing, one said the other. I just went with one of them. I didn't fucking care. Because oh. it was a lot to write. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> it starts with a K. We know that much. Which, pocket going into this match, I love. Oh, yeah. The- when he came out blind? Yeah. I mean, the storytelling that the, these guys have anyway is phenomenal. This whole House of Black is... I'm so invested in this. I'm so ready. I, you know, for because I had to do it because you know me and Jason are fully on board. Julia Hart is joining the House of Black, so I'm sitting there just scrolling through, and it said Julia Hart next on AEW Dark. So I immediately put on on Dark. She was facing uh, Kelsey Richard, some local dropper, and again, she's got her hair down. She don't have her hair up like she used to. Still wearing the eye patch, not wearing the bright colored cheerleading suit. It's black and yellow. She. Beats the hell out of her. Wins with his submit, uh, throat submission in the knee. I, I don't know what it was. Quit with the chew the throat. <laughs> and it's, the whole time she's in the ring, you see Pillman and you see uh, Griff Garrison just like wondering why he's like concerned like the way she's using her in-ring skills. And as soon as she wins the match, she jumps up. She has a this happy face and she gets serious. Doesn't even acknowledge Griff and Brian. Gets out of the ring and walks off. And I love that, that they're, they're not only they're doing these stories on storylines on TV, but if you pay attention to Dark and stuff, they're continuing them on there I'm as well. I really got to start watching Dark more often. I got to watch Dark. I got to watch Dark Elevation. And apparently I got to watch Being the Elite, Sammy Guevara's blog, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do so much fucking Roast shit on all this I mean, it's... I'm, I'm behind on Being the Elite. Hey, we got this wrestling show. Awesome. I love wrestling. But we're going to continue storylines on this random shit on YouTube that you got to go look up. <laughs> okay? And then there's going to be other random stuff. And then we're going to do this. I mean, it's... Oh. It gets crazy. It is. But, I mean, there's only so many hours in the day, and I don't have enough time to go oh, through. Yeah. Especially now. Uh, doing the house and everything. I really don't have time to go back and watch. Like I said, Dark, Dark Elevation, this show, that show, this blog, this blog, read this, look at that. Uh, blow Sean Ross Sap apparently, is another thing you got to do to keep <laughs> up with fucking AEW. Uh, <laughs> but it, 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 it is beneficial for them. Their YouTube members are pretty good. Sean Ross Sap, yeah, it's very beneficial for them. <laughs> So after the amazingness that was Death Triangle versus House of Black, because that's what it's going to be, because it makes more sense. Well, the yeah. factions are going to be House of Black, Kim, and yeah. 
But yeah, Pac, of course, revealed that he wasn't really, or wasn't blind anymore. We had a whole, another of our lovely Brandy Rose, Dan Lambert moments. Oh, God, get up, Brandy came out. But, uh, <laughs> Chicago was not feeling black bitch Brandy. Chicago can be wrong about some things. I never said it could. <laughs> but it is nice to hear a shut the fuck up chant on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Chicago got it wrong. You can only get so much traction out of the same thing because, hell, she's not going to fight Dan Lambert, so you know that's not going to happen. And then they brought out Paige Van Zandt. Van Zandt for it, but, I mean, with all the women that they have, and this is another thing that WWE does, they handpick certain people to get the, quote, celebrity match. Everett. And they've got so many people on the roster to give Brandy the celebrity match just doesn't make sense. No. Especially if you're going to try to build the women's division up like they're trying to do. Can Paige Van Sant wrestle? I really don't fucking know. No. I know she gets her ass whipped and buried off a boxing. But I know Brandy is not the greatest wrestler. So if you're wanting to showcase your women's division, why wouldn't you put... One of the top wrestlers like Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker or... I wouldn't do, do Britt just because that's another heel thing, but... Well, yeah, do a big baby face line. Thunder Rosa, she's got her shit going on with Mercedes, but, I mean, you get one of the baby faces. Somebody that needs a rub. Somebody who's improving. You get somebody like either... Hell, Chris Statlander. Yeah, Chris Statlander. You put her in that situation. You put fucking Red Velvet, Sky Blue... Uh, yellow primrose, whatever other color people they're putting out there. <laughs> that might have been a little bit racist. But yeah, that's... The names, that's buddy, the, the names. <laughs> that's the one gripe I always have by AW. The women's division is good, but, but it could be better. But according to them, they have some great signings coming in for women. Well, good if that's the case, and they need to start showing more than one women's segment a week. Well, I mean... I mean, I get it's a two-hour show, but... And about one woman said, I, I need one more, at least, because they'll do promos and, and stuff. And there's usually a couple sometimes on Rampage, so shut up. Oh, I know that, but I don't know. Let's see some more dialogue. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Did you know that? Huh? Huh? But, well, I'm, if, if he's got signings coming, I'm excited. I really do hope they get Ember. Or... Athena. 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 Excuse me, sorry. It's Athena now. Um, after Brandy and Dan, we had Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose. See? Two women segments. What? Does it really count as a women's segment? Because it was... Ah, ah, bitch. No, I wasn't talking about that. Yes, even with Dan Lambert in there, it's a bitch segment. Okay. Well, yeah. (laughs) Because it was Ethan Page, too, so yeah. I don't like Ethan Page. He is the... Out of those three, he is the gayest one. <laughs> Dan, Scorpio, and Ethan. Ethan is the gayest one. Okay, and out of the three of us, who is the most gay? Suck my dick. I wouldn't even go... Exactly! <laughs> see? <laughs> That's what I was going for, buddy. <laughs> Jesse agrees with me. Anyways, what was next? <laughs> Nyla Rose, 
Ruby Soho. Nyla Rose, Ruby Soho. Anyways, so. <laughs> we got here real fucked up. Right? <laughs> Nyla Rose, Ruby Soho. Bitch, stop. <laughs> Nyla Rose went over, but. They need to let Vicky do more talking for her. Let her be that monster. They haven't really let her be that monster in a very long time. They don't have women big enough for her to be the monster. They don't need to. That's, That's why her she's, she's the, the monster. monster. Like, let her be the she's fucking... She's that much bigger than the other women. No, she doesn't need to beat the fuck out of them. Like, uh, poor Riho will die. She should have died the first time. She should have wow. died. Wow. Not fit. Wow. <laughs> Joshua. That is horrible. <laughs> Hey, hey, boy, you motherfuckers. Good God. <laughs> well, we're canceled. <laughs> and that has been the Through the Book of Podcast. Good God. That bitch should have died the first time. Okay, Moving now, on. Now you put words in my mouth. Now I never said bitch. <laughs> oh, but you agree she should have died the first time. There you figuratively, go. Figuratively. Figuratively. <laughs> God. I didn't really think that she should have beaten Nala for the women's title. <laughs> oh, God. I am such a horrible person. <laughs> Riho could have been on the stretcher that went around down the hill. <laughs> I was thinking something completely different, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, let us gather our composure. Okay, so <sighs> Nyla Pin Ruby Soho. So, what was the next match there? Apparently, William. Was, uh, cowboy segment. Cowboy segment. Hangman. Hey, Matt. Oh, that guy. <laughs> For the long term storytelling that they've, that they've done, you know, you would think. <laughs> how do you forget his. <laughs> Oh okay, my there's Lord. Ethan Page, Adam Page, Brian Cage, <laughs> Brian Christian Cage, Cage. Christian Cage. They all need to be in a still cage. On <laughs> Rampage! <laughs> With somebody going through the stage. <laughs> oh, God. Hope they don't really break sure. out into a fit of rage. I'm not really sure what the promo was. I'm assuming it was about Lance Archer. Uh, yeah, Texas yeah. match. Uh, Jake cut a promo. That was really nice. And then Dan Lambert comes out again. Because like, Dan Lambert's in multiple factions now. Well, he was the one that teamed up with Lance Archer. Everybody dies. He doesn't want to die, so he joined Lance Archer, so he didn't die. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It makes no sense to have him come just so he can cut a promo when you've got fucking Jake. They can cut a promo if well, the, the promo thing, needs cut. No, yeah, but the thing is, Jake hasn't been there Lord. a lot because probably his health issues, I'm sure. But he's yeah. been there the entire time. They've been doing this with Dan Lambert. Yeah, that's part of it. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm really, I don't agree with that either. I mean, if you're going to have Lambert be his new manager, coach, whatever the fuck he's going to call it, have that happen. Don't go through and... 
okay, well, you're going to have Jake Roberts with you this week, but next week you're going to have Dan Lambert. And the week after that, you're going to have Farnsworth Bentley come out with you with his little umbrella, you know. What about Colonel Parker? Little mustache, WCW. Didn't he did? Probably. I don't think so. And why would he have the little mustache? Oh, something never mind, not the mustache. I mean, <laughs> he did manage Booker T and Stevie Ray and led them to the ring with them in chains. Yes, yes. So, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. Oh, you need to go wipe right now. That was wet and liquidy. I I really feel like you just shit yourself. No, you that's check gonna for be me? your son. That is gonna be your son. <laughs> you want to check and make sure? I'm checking that shit. All right, good. MJF and Punk. My. God. Okay, they gave them time. They told so much story. Oh God, yes. Uh, the chokeout finish with the tape. That was great. And then the ref finding the tapes, they're like, okay, he's not going to lose in Chicago. You know when this shit happens, the other person comes back and they win the match. And then they go through and fucking your boyfriend passes MJF the ring. And that was, my boyfriend did so good. He did so well. His velvety voice. Now, like, I just want to see him versus MJF. Oh, it's coming. It's going to happen. It's coming. But now the, the, the camera angles at production... Like, you didn't even see it. Like, it looks like he's just trying to stare down on Punk and just walk away. But no, ever so slightly, just hands the ring to MJF. Great heat. I thought this was perfectly told. The right person went over. It, yeah, you beat CM Punk twice yeah. in one night in his hometown. Uh, two fucking times. What up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I sent him a video of MJF doing some kind of cameo, I think. Cameo thing for someone that just got married or whatever. And though you pay MJF to just talk shit to you, and he did. I mean, I would do it. Like, not gonna lie. But, uh. In the midst of uh, his cameo to this fan. Yeah, he's like, I just beat CM Punk twice. What up, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and then he says something about, like, you know, whatever, two years down the road, you'll probably be begging your girlfriend anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you later. <laughs> and that but, closed out Dynamite. Yeah, uh, I was talking to Ben the other day, uh, Sunday. I borrowed his truck to move some stuff over to the new house, pick some stuff up to take to the new house. And uh, <laughs> we were talking about that. And, you know, beating punk... In Chicago, took balls. Beating Punk twice in Chicago, took massive balls and was a huge risk. Because because that's a big market for them. That's their, yeah, that's their big market besides, you know, Jacksonville. That's the biggest market they do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So did that just alienate your crowd and push the crowd away? Like, okay, fuck this. You know, they're just like WWE going to make you lose in your hometown? Or is this one of those... I don't think so because I think in the long run, Punk's coming back. Oh, I mean, I definitely see that. I mean, you don't... Most angles 
uh, the heels go over more than the babies. The babies go over big at the end, mm -hmm. but the heels go over, and the heels win, and the heels win, and you know. Yeah, that's and what it's, makes it. That's what makes everybody want to see the babies kick their get their <coughs> get theirs in the end, and the heels get their ass kicked. And AEW is not the type of person that does that. Okay. AEW is not the type of person that just loses, makes people lose their whole time just for the hell of it, like WWE does. <coughs> no, I think there's going to be more story. To the thing, but it's you just, have to think there's still so many ways Punk can fuck over MJF. Yeah, like this whole the face of the Revolution ladder match coming up. You know, Punk MJF said, "Oh, when you win, Wardlow, you give me your title shot." He'll find a way to insert into that. Fuck MJF, I would piss him off again. Okay, so tomorrow night, somebody it's a mystery opponent it's supposed to be the big new signee for Isaiah Cassidy. Yes. What if you see something and you just see, like, CM Punk talking to someone? Like, you see the CM Punk's back and you don't see who he's talking to. And it's like, so you sure you're going to let me do this, right? You know, it's not a big deal. Or, you know, I appreciate you letting me do this, blah, 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 whatever. And Punk goes out. Punk goes out and takes a match against Cassidy. Punk beats Cassidy to make it into the ladder match. And then the signee comes out later and does their deal. <clears throat> because, I mean, that's one of those... That would be the... If he's going to try to fuck MJF out of the situation, that would be the easiest way to do it, is to actually be in the match. And his goal is not to win the match, but to make sure that Wardlow doesn't. That's genius. Because <clears throat> Punk doesn't need to win the match. He doesn't need to... And will he win a title in AEW one day? Probably, yeah. But yeah, right now... See, yeah. I don't think he will. I don't think he even cares about that. I don't think... I think that's the last thing on his mind. I think this is... Like he said, he wants to get in there and he wants to work with that young talent to keep himself young, to keep himself hungry and wanting to fucking be in wrestling. I mean... Right. Hell, I just started back in December, and I didn't start to try to win every title there is to win. I did it because I missed it and had fun, want to get back out there, and I want to work with whoever I can work with, help out who I can help, and all that good shit. Exactly. <clears throat> Alrighty. Alright, so, what happened on Rampage, Will? Rampage starts off Cole versus Evil Uno. So, Cole just beats the ever-living shit out of Evil Uno. Fucks him up. Oh, because he's a little bit pissed off that Cassidy got the win over him. No, no, he didn't get a win over Adam Cole. Because that match never happened. It was unsanctioned, so it doesn't count in the record books. He was still pissed off about it. I think he's more pissed off that he just got trust fall into the daggum stage. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to try to find this video that I watched. It was these two guys, and they were... I'm just kidding. I know, I got you excited, I'm sorry. No, they, uh... I hate him. This guy I find on YouTube, uh, I'll see his videos ever so often. He goes through, and he clips stuff that happens in, like... Uh, 
on wrestling shows and puts them with things like they happen in real life. Okay. Or like on something. Like a... He did the clip where Hook threw the suplex on QT and then just stepped over him as he walked off. And it was the whole thing where uh, Allen Iverson in the NBA uh, hit a big shot and then stepped over... Ty Lu as he was going back on defense. Uh, but, you know, he clips together all this different shit like that. Well, the uh, trust fall, as Josh called it, with the uh, Orange Cassidy hugging Cole and then going through, he clipped that with the uh, clip from Squid Game where the chick grabs dude that was the asshole. Yeah. Or grabs him and then falls through the glass. Yeah. He clipped that with that. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, Cole just, like we said, just beat the ever-living shit out of Uno. And then said he was uh, coming for Hangman next. So, if we get Adam Cole and Adam Page at the fucking Revolution. Revolution oh, God. That'll be a killer-ass fucking match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and despite the build-up for Hangman and uh, Archer, I think they'll fucking kill it. Hangman and Archer will be good. I like Archer. And their match is, tom- is it tomorrow? Tomorrow or? night. Okay, okay. I, th- I thought I might be sure. Uh, I think it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow or next week? No, it's next week because t- it's a Texas death match. Next week they're in Texas, ain't it? Oh, next week they're in Tennessee. Oh, my God, stop. Uh, but I think they'll do good. Yeah, I think it'll be really good. And uh, God, what was I going to say before you started whining about fucking Nashville? <laughs> That's not yours. Leave it alone. She says it was in my floor. So after Evil Uno and Cole, we had Cassidy and... I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, video I found on YouTube again, of course, was uh, Adam Cole just... Adam Cole just being a great dude, just going to a fucking... I guess one of the indie shows that he <laughs> came up in. Oh, yeah. And just making an appearance for him, just like going out in front of the crowd and cutting a promo and shit. Hell yeah. Never forget your roots. Always give back to your roots. Yes. My roots are all closed down, so. Are we continuing now? Yeah, yeah. let's go. Okay. Oh, but then there was I'm just one. I'm going to punch you in the fucking head. <laughs> He would have fell, I would have fucking died. I would have too. Like you wish Riho would have. But Isaiah Cassidy is Sammy Guevara. Isaiah Cassidy's good. Mm -hmm. He's got so good in these past couple years. And Sammy's just fucking phenomenal, period. You just like looking at him. Yes, but that's not- <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can- 
rewind. Okay. So, there was a sh- camera shot. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's CM Punk's match with MJF. Okay. Um, <laughs> all I saw was <laughs> CM's Punk or MJ's F? CM Punk. <laughs> and I sit there, I'm like, what? <laughs> So you're thinking, how have I not noticed this before? AJ Lee's a lucky bitch? Uh-huh. Okay. Wait, wait, what? Where's the apparently, what apparently Punk's packing. Yeah. I can see that. There was a camera shot in when during part of the MJF match. And I was... It, it, of course. It, all you saw. No, no, homie. Like, there was no missing it. Like, it was just there. <laughs> like when Finn Balor does that shit on the ring apron. Come that of the dicks, Finn Balor versus. But I've also got a TV that big in my bedroom, so it's. <laughs> okay, there's a good one for you, Will. Battle of the dicks, Finn Balor or Kip Sabian. Me in the middle. <laughs> okay, let's get back to Guevara and. <laughs> I mean, f- fantastic match from both of them. Guevara does crazy shit that I can't comprehend sometimes. Like that one dive in the one match we had to go back and watch like four times to figure out what the <laughs> fuck he did. But he did some kind of something in this one when he was kipping up or something. I don't know what. It, I missed it apparently because it wouldn't. They didn't replay it like they normally do. I know when he does the kip up, somehow he can like land it when he like land back in the fucking matrix shit and stand up. What is it with you and fucking eating all the time? Why are y'all judging me? Don't eat that cake. Emily will kill you. Oh, I'm not eating the cake. I'm just getting enough to go my beaver nuggets. Josh, you sit back down. You touch that cake and you will never be having kids again. Okay, two things. First off, please. Chill yourself. One's bad enough. One, I thought you had the first piece of cake too. I was getting. Okay, now what, what 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 were we saying about <laughs> the matches? Sammy and Cassidy five star match, great. Like, oh yeah, like I can a, definitely see that. So then we go into Melanie Martinez and Thunder Rosa. Who? Not Melanie Martinez. That's somebody else. Mercedes. <laughs> okay, I was about to say I know her. <laughs> Who's fucking Billy Maria? <laughs> Thunder Rosa against Melanie Martinez. Leave me alone. Now tell me who the fuck Melanie Martinez is. At least you got some Eminem. Is it anything like Evan Stone? I mean, <laughs> oh god, I can't, I can't. Which, by the way, he was at RCW this past Saturday, and that was all I could think about. I'm <laughs> laughing the whole fucking time in my head. It's your fault, <laughs> fucker. I know. Oh, that's Melody Martinez. Who? She's a singer. Yeah, that shit still don't help me. I mean, she, not your kind of singer. <laughs> What's my kind of singer, Will? 
Definitely not her little emo sad shit music. He likes emo music. Yeah, but hers is very different. Hers is like, she, she the gays love her. So Josh probably knows she is. So she's like emo share? Kind of. Emo Betty White? Hmm. Yeah. You said the gays love her, so. But everybody loved Betty White, so. Gays loved her more. Not true. Um, first off, the gays would, like, all stop their fucking bars, turn the TVs on when the Golden Girls would come on. <laughs> Not all of them. Motherfucker, I've been in images multiple times and they didn't turn it off for the Golden Girls. Are you choking on your beaver balls? <laughs> One got caught in my throat and I couldn't swallow it. I couldn't spit it out. It was just hanging in there. I got it, though. We're good. Why did that remind me of the SpongeBob when Patrick banging on Squidward's and door? Snowball. And you're like, oh, 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 oh. I, I had snow in my mouth, and I couldn't swallow it, and then it melted, and it turned in water, and I could swallow it. I'm better now. <laughs> so Martina is getting the DQ with Mercedes. Shut up. That's why I said the last thing. Like a car. Fuck off. Her getting DQ. <clears throat> it made sense for the angle. And the angle is she was paid to take Thunder Rosa out. Yep. But so it's know, like it's only going to last like two days because Thunder Rosa is a bad bitch. She gonna come after that war. <laughs> I'm just slowly waiting for the eventual turn of Jamie Hayter on Britt Baker. Jamie Hayter might as well start using the rear view so Jason will have a reason to like it even more. Or the stink face. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we need to practice that again. Come here, hold on. Say, I don't think you got all that. <laughs> this is why we can't have video. <laughs> So, main event of Rampage, Starks and Lethal. Fucking fantastic match. I've not heard one person say anything bad about that match. No. The fit, so the finish was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Lethal goes for lethal ejection. Verse out of it, or dodge it. Goes for lethal ejection again into the Rambo. Or Rambo. Rochambeau. Whatever! <laughs> Talking is not my thing right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> At least you said rainbow. That made sense. He still got his mind on CM Punk's dick. No, I just... No, actually. <laughs> I just... Pronunciation is not my friend right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> hey, you're among friends. Why don't you? Still tongue-tied. <laughs> you are! Don't look at me like that. Fuck you guys, I'm going home. 
We got top five. Not yet. We still got two segments to go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but that was uh, some of what happened this past week in wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, Shane McMahon got fired, huh? Yeah, he did. Yes, yes. And everybody's speculating. (laughs) People think he's going to show up at AEW. I will be real sad. Uh, they ain't gonna be, Sh- 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 ain't gonna be there. <laughs> I was watching something and they're like, hey, what's Sean McMoon doing in, in the, the Impact, Impact Zone? Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, did I, you see all that where Mickey James was not allowed to say like knockouts? Yeah, or... it could say no, wor- knockouts or world or Impact Wrestling. Like they had so many restrictions placed on them when she came out. And you know what I'd have done? Fuck you. I'm the Impact Wrestling Knockout Heavyweight World Champion. She did that. She did that in the backstage interview. She said, fuck you. I'm not signing with you. I don't give a fuck. That's absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to give you this showcase, but we're still going to tell you what you can't do. I don't understand Vince's thought process. Like, we all know you're not the only goddamn wrestling company. He's afraid. Apparently, he doesn't know that. Motherfucker didn't even know what NXT was. He does now because he fucked it up. Yeah. She got her started, then got Pat mad at her. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, like a like a grandparent taking and spoiling the grandkids and bringing it back to the parents. Thanks, Grandma. You're welcome. But yeah, it's. I completely agree with him getting rid of Shane, telling him, "Hey, no." This is too much. Because I mean, if hell, if anybody else would have done that shit, they'd have been gone. They'd have been gone. They would have so. got to go out to the match. And you Vince has let Shane get away with it for fucking ever. I mean, but the reason why it probably got to the point where he had no choice because it got heat and it pissed off Lesnar. And that's his cash cow. Who gives a fuck? Well, Vince does. Of all the plans Shane come up with, the only one they actually used was, was him out striking Riddle, which makes no goddamn sense. Because in a real legit fight, he'll beat the fuck out of Shane. Shane's Mr. Badass Legit MMA guy, don't you know? Yeah, totally. All right, what other wrestling news do we have? Anything you can think of that's a big big news-making item we need to talk about before we move on to the next deal? Um... No competes for Medium, Ember Moon, Keith Lee, all them. Apparently Keith Lee's already signed. Apparently Keith Lee's already signed. Keith Lee's already signed. And I know he's never gonna hear this. Congratulations, they got married. They finally got married. Congratulations, you guys. Two great people. And Angel Garza is about to be a daddy. (laughs) 
I forgot about the Charlotte. What Charlotte said in her segment with Rhonda. What did Charlotte say? That her title is her baby and it's prettier than Rhonda's baby. <laughs> and she looks so heartbroken. Well, you know, at least we know Charlotte doesn't lie. <laughs> I think that's it. I don't think they have any other newsworthy things right now. Uh, Unless you want to plug RCW. (laughs) We'll talk about RCW here in a little bit. We'll do that in the closing. Uh, Big announcement. Signee. Supposed to be debuting, making their way through the forbidden door, slamming it shut, all that blah blah stuff that uh, Tony Khan said on Twitter. Who do you guys think it is? I have no fucking idea. There's so many options. Well, they're marking it as a big deal, so it's gonna be something that's gonna cause. It's gonna be earth shatters what they're saying. But who could do that but also could have a good match? With Isaiah Cassidy, yeah. It's got to fit both narratives. Morrison. It is Morrison earth-shattering. To some people. They're saying earth-shattering, forbidden door. I named off three names that I thought from New Japan. Because whenever they say forbidden door, nine times out of ten, that's where they go. I said Okada, but he's their heavyweight champion right now. I also said Naito or Kota Ibushi. Uh, Apparently Tanahashi, he is their United States champion. But if they have the, hey, you can blah, 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 work that company with your title... Tanahashi could be a good one. Mm-hmm. And Tanahashi's then, a big deal. Yeah, I mean, he's their United States champion. He could do like Moxley did, show up United States championship on there, and then, you know, drop it on AWTV, drop it at the fucking pay-per-view. And NJD, New Japan is doing U.S. shows, so while he's working with AEW for whatever time, he could work with New Japan, U.S. It's up to work. I really can't. I mean, I can dream and say Osprey. That's actually a name that was brought up. Because he's been Twitter beefing and calling people out on Twitter. Like Omega. Throwing names out there, saying this, saying that, and everything. And uh, I don't think he holds any titles in New Japan. I don't know when his New Japan contract is up, if it is. I think he's the British heavyweight champion that... Uh... But he's not... He is, but that's Rev Pro. Rev Pro, yeah, but that is used it on New Japan. I'm telling you right now, Will Ospreay comes out, I'm losing my shit. Yeah. I was talking to, uh... Again, I was talking to Ben the other day. He said, what if it's Regal? I said, could you imagine... Starting a feud, Regal with people under him, going against Team Taz, leading to a blood and guts match. 
Team Taz. Versus Team Regal. Versus Team Regal with Taz and Regal actually in the match. And Team Regal, who did I say? Oh, Samoa Joe, Keith Lee, and Daniel Garcia. That's why I said no Daniel Garcia. And you have two veterans on each team, and then the young guy that's going to help build up. And on Team Regal, you got who'd you pick for Team Regal? Did, you, did we do that? I just said it, that. I thought it was just, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Team Taz. My bad. And none of those people are anywhere related to Team Taz. That's very true. Good call, Joshua. Good call, Joshua. <laughs> okay, quit staring at me. I had a moment, okay? Had a moment. You gave me dirty looks when I had my moment. So okay, well, uh, <laughs> we're going to throw a break in right here. And uh, while we're at it, we're going to teach Josh uh, the difference between... <coughs> The difference between Taz and William Regal. Be right back. All right, guys. So, uh, Josh, how many honorable mentions you got this week, fucker? Don't worry about it. You'll find out. Seven. Seven honorable mentions. So, you got 12 finishers. Can you name 12 finishers? Yeah, I can. Name one. I'll, I'll name off four right now. Shut. Four. You don't even have a top five. How do you not have a top five? I've got a top five. Say one, two, three, four, five. You just said four. I was going to say four. I was going to tell you to shut your ass up. That's not a finisher. That's not what's talking. Yet. Oh, it's been whispering. So Tony needs to go white. He needs to go white. They play in tug of war with your son's sock. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I have to sock back. It's wet. You should be used to that feeling. I was about to say, you still talking about the sock or what? <sighs> All right, so this week we decided on, well, just today actually. Cause Only we, because we had <laughs> no fucking idea what we were. <laughs> if we chose, if there was anything chosen last week, None we completely fucking forgot. <laughs> so this week we decided to go with the top five, our favorite top five finishers. I really decided it was like 30 minutes ago. It was way more than 30 minutes well, I'm ago. Oh, I'm back a few hours ago. It was like an hour before. Three. It was about four hours ago, four and a half hours ago. 4.50 p.m. Okay, four hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> Thank you for the mathematics. Four and a quarter. Thank you for the mathematics, Scott Steiner. Appreciate that. I've got a 976% chance of whooping your goddamn ass if you don't just give me your fucking top five finishes. And I've got a 33 to 3rd chance of not giving a goddamn what you do. Anyways. <coughs> Bitch, I will go first. Fuck you if you I, don't start talking. I, 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 got, I got this. I got this. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> Wolves. All right, anyways. All right, number five. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she just grabbed him by the dick and twist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the number one finisher of all time. <laughs> the dick twister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucks, don't it, Bubba? I'm sorry. <laughs> 
get your ass away. No, no. Okay, Josh, <laughs> top five finishers there, buddy. Okie dokie. So, number five, Mushroom Man's Flying Elbow. Uh, so oh, you would... <laughs> no. I'm like, what the hell is this, Will? And apparently Josh did that. Number five, Macho Man's Flying Elbow. Uh, there's not many people that you can tell me has a better flying elbow than Macho Man. Looks good. Was always impactful. Shut the fuck up, Jason. Was it Kyrie? Because Kyrie's look fucking good. Kyrie's... Macho Man set the tone for the flying elbow drop. Okay, kiss my ass. Number four, the diamond cutter. Anytime DDP hit the diamond cutter, it always looked good. He can hit it out of nowhere. Hey, he's like a Randy Orton. Yeah, well, he fucking did it first, <laughs> okay? Randy stole it. <laughs> Number three, one-winged angel. Kenny... It's one of the most protected finishers in AEW. Looks good. He can hit on just about anybody. Sort of, not really. Number two, Okada's Rainmaker clothesline. They, they pissed. They pissed. Okay, so Okada's Rainmaker. Yes. And then number one, the DDT. Okay, which version of the DDT? Jake's DDT. It always looked good. Nobody ever kicked out of it. And when he drops you on your head, you're done. You're done. And now every day... <laughs> Sometimes I was done for good. <laughs> Anytime Jake hit you, did he that was it. Nowadays, it's just a regular move. But back then, when Jake hit it, it puts you fucking away. Okay, there's mine. Y'all talk about me doing the old shit. I had two. That was from my... Old. Kind of like the 80s. I guarantee you I know what his number one is. What? Arn Anderson's Spinebuster. No. It's on that list. No. Fuck! One of the horsemen's on that damn list. No. Fuck! Believe it or not, just because I didn't have room on my paper, I don't even have the task mission on there. There's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Something wrong with him. I've been waiting on that for a while. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead. So, I literally don't ever, like, do mine in order. I just one through five and write them down. Oh, I do have room. <laughs> you got it, bitch. Just one. <laughs> Two. Just one. Two. One. That's a long name. <laughs> so, like, I don't ever do mine in order, so it's just basically whatever came to my mind first is what went in the number one spot. Gotcha. Pedigree. No. So. Vertebreaker. Tombstone. Fuck off. Hey, I've heard that move. What's it, how, how does it go? Want to find out? <laughs> Fuck around and find out. So, we'll start things off with Scorpion Deathlock. Nice. Different always. than the sharpshooter, but okay. 
<laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> okay, do you know the difference? No. Okay, go ahead and tell go ahead and tell us why you like the Scorpion Deathlock, and then I'll tell you the difference after you get done. I mean, cause Sting always made it look like it hurt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean Sting. I like Sting. I really like Sting. I grew up big fan of Sting. Big fan of Sting. Great. But I was taught. The difference between the Scorpion Deathlock and the Sharpshooter. One wears face paint and the other doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) And Scorpion Deathlock sounds better. Literally, that's the way it was put to me. I said something about doing the sharpshooter and, or somebody said something about doing the sharpshooter and Andy, you know, Andy's a huge Bret Hart mark. It's when he was still, uh, calling shots at empire. And he said that he was going to use the sharpshooter and he looked at who it was. He's like, okay, you know why it's a sharpshooter and not the scorpion Deathlock, right? Like, why? Cause you don't have face paint on. And if you had if you had face paint on, it would have been Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> so that's the difference. If anybody ever asks you, face paint. <laughs> <laughs> so those long matches where all the paint came off his thing's face, he was actually using the sharpshooter. Dusty Rose and all them fucked up the call. <laughs> <laughs> so then I've got Walls Jericho. Just because Jericho was my whole childhood, basically. Styles Clash. Lion Tamer was better than Walsh of Jericho. There's something about that knee. Something about that knee. Punch him in the dick now. Go for it. <laughs> You'd have to find it first. <laughs> Look, if I can hit Chesney in the clip, I can punch you in the dick. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. Straight up karate chop. Dead on it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay, so three was Styles Clash. <laughs> I just look so damn good. One week an angel. Okay. Because it's gorgeous. It's fucking pretty. And the awful waffle. Best friends, uh, Ch- is it Chuck? Chuggy T. His. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I went back and looked at my paper, and I did have room, so I have one honorable mention. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> my honorable mention is the Taz mission. Swafford just lied to me. Swafford just lied to me. He just added other runs in there giving them water. Yep. I just said I added it on because I had room on my paper. Motherfucker, you don't pay attention. What was his number one? His number one... Was the awful waffle. Okay, only because salute your shorts did you know what the fuck that was. But yeah, my one honorable mention is the Taz mission. 
Uh, I mean, hell, I've said it on here multiple times. I'm a huge fucking Tasmar. This is why I don't know why it's not number one. Number five. The moss-covered three-handled family credenza. <laughs> and it's actually a move. It literally started off as a joke in Jericho's promo when he was naming off his 1,004 holds. It went from a joke to Perry Saturn actually saying, that's hilarious, I love that, I'm going to make a move and call it that. So, Saturn's finish when he would hook like a fisherman suplex and catch a swinging neckbreaker out of it, that's what he called it. That's a mouthful. That's what she said. Sometimes. <laughs> Number four. Murphy's Law. Oh, <coughs> such a good fucking finish. <coughs> Buddy Murphy's finish. Love the motherfucking move. Looks good every time he does it. It's actually simple to do, simple to take. I've used it a couple times in matches. Uh, number three is actually my finisher I'm using now, the flatliner. It's always a good move. It's, and it's, it's like the diamond cutter. You can hit it out of nowhere. It can be hit like, like that. Well, that's what I'm trying to do with it. If well, you won't go out and tell everybody. You just told everybody. No, you did. And you can hit it out of nowhere. Because that's, I mean, it's, it's people that fucking follow wrestling and no wrestling moves, you know, they... No, because Canyon always hit it the same way. Well, that was fucking Canyon. Who better than Canyon? Nobody. Oh, Canyon. I didn't watch that arch out of the ring. Number two is actually a tag finish, the Doomsday Device. Fucking Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, whatever you grew up calling them. You hit, they dropped y'all no damn head when they did that doomsday device. You wasn't getting the fuck up. Literally, they did. Yeah. And you be up on animal shoulders. Hawk would come off with that line off the top. Yeah, you, you Hawk would flip your ass, and you or animal would flip your ass, and you would hope that you landed on your back or your face, because you didn't want to land on the top of your head or the back of your head. Nope. And uh, number one, the diamond cutter. Oh, we had some similars. Uh, I mean, if I wouldn't have wrote it in pen, I'd have raised it. <laughs> and I'd have put the Ace Crusher. You motherfucker. People power. But no, the Diamond Cutter, it's, I mean, hell, from the early 90s. <laughs> From the early 90s to now, it's been effective. It's been used by multiple people. Uh, variations of it get used like the stunner, the ace crusher, whatever you want to say. You know what almost made my list? What? Finger poke do. Yeah. Got <laughs> Most destructive finisher ever. But no, I mean, out of all the like stupid and weak finishers you could think of, too, I mean, because <laughs> I mean, you got to think there have been bad ones throughout the years, too. I mean, the worm, the worm, the fucking big boot leg drop combo, the fucking 
Uh, Ultimate Warrior was a fine shoulder tackle. Thought his was that run over splash deal. Two. Okay, yeah, he did use that, but the damn video game I used to play all the time, his finisher was a flying shoulder tackle. Wow. Yeah, I mean. I can't wait for the new game. And then you have all these other, you know, cool shit, like, that didn't even make the list, like a fucking 3D and the, you know. The rear view. Only when certain people do it. <laughs> Pedigree, tombstone, rock bottom. Pedigree, any type of a pile driver. Yeah. Like a... Chuck Slim. Just incredible. He hit the, that's incredible. It was a tombstone pile driver, but it was twisting. Like, he would take it, he would hook you, and instead of just dropping down, he would, like, jump and spin with it. Uh, the fucking Canadian Destroyer. How many people... I love the Destroyer. It's it's, it's just a pretty move. Yeah, and, I mean, all the different variations people have come up with that from the, you know, jumping off the ropes like Adam Cole does. The... All of them that the fucking... Everybody in Lucha Libre does now where, you know, people are holding you and then you get flipped over and the twists and turns. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking Ricky Morton hit a badass Canadian Destroyer, so. Fucking Bad Bunny hit a pretty badass Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, but Bunny got hops. <laughs> <clears throat> He's sitting out just knocked that shit out the park and it's still flying. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, guys, we, uh, this was really a short <coughs> one, especially on this list. Like we said, it was a last minute thrown together, thrown together thing because we didn't talk about it. So before we'll leave, we'll make sure we have a top five list for next week. So we ain't scrambling around last minute being like, uh, 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 shit. What are five finishing moves? Which well, means fair. by we- that logic, we'll be having our five top five before we start next week. To be fair, we asked him like super early this morning and he never responded. <laughs> Do you know why? Because we're doing maintenance at work <laughs> and can literally. <laughs> literally, I was out in the cold and not able to not able to use my phone. He's chewing on the chair. Oh, no, 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 no. So, yeah, I wasn't able to respond. That's why I told Josh <laughs> yesterday, hey, this is a group. See what we're going to do for a top five tomorrow. <laughs> we still never got nothing accomplished. But, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and stop right here since we've already talked about our top fives now. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back to close the show out. So I sit tight. Alright guys, so we're uh, getting ready to close the show out. We were getting ready to close the show out. And then... Damn wolf knocked over my cup. Try to jump over the couch. Are you okay, Josh? I think you're hallucinating or something. I'm fine. Lack of sleep got you all fucked up. I'm bruh. Fine. Sunday was fucking awful for me. Oh, God, I <laughs> Okay, so Saturday night, uh, we had RCW. William came with us. And instead of... I said us. Everybody was there. Sure you said 
Because he's talking about the shit he went through on Sunday. Mind your business. Okay, so it was me, Jennifer, Lady Hampton, Emily, daughter Hampton, Josh, jackass brother-in-law, Davey, wasn't there. He was with the grandparents. Davey wasn't there. Benjamin Thrasher, we got his ass out of the house. William, I already said that, but I had to go through the list of everybody. That better? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nah, we all went down to RCW. Well, Will, the responsible adult that he is, <laughs> had to be at work the next morning. At four. At five. He didn't have to be at work at four. He had to get up at 4.30. Yeah, because I wake up in enough time to shower and leave. I don't wake up in enough time to do not a damn thing else. <laughs> So instead of, you know, responsible adult William saying, hey, the show's over. Let's just go home so I can, you know, get some sleep. Fat bitch was hungry. (laughs) We went to Waffle House. I said, instead of responsible adult (laughs) William saying, hey, let's just go home. Hungry adult William agreed with everybody when they said, hey, we should get food. (laughs) We got food. It, to be fair, we, we, we really couldn't leave at, a, at the time we were going to leave anyway. Yeah, there is some stuff. That I, we said we weren't going to put that out there. We ain't going to put that out there. No, it is a deserve spot. No, we're not. I'm saying. No. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said we couldn't leave at the time we was planning on leaving. I know, and... He had to go extra. Mm-hmm. Always does. And it's I okay. Oh, well. <clears throat> Lonely in the closet, sir. <laughs> Anyways. <coughs> so we go, we eat, and I had to take Ben home afterwards. So Josh and Will rode with Lady slash Daughter Hampton on the way back up here. And uh, I know I didn't get home from dropping Ben off until almost two, so I know it was about probably the same time you getting home. It was not fun. And then having to get up that next morning, I can just imagine the shit that happened with you Sunday. Because that job in itself is one that you have horror stories about on a regular basis. I used to work there, I can attest. You didn't work there, you worked for a different there. But what's still? Same thing applies. Like so Brittany came up to me before I left and she's like, Hey, do you mind switching shifts with me? I'm talking about yesterday. It's fine, whatever. I went home with sleep. Duden did not did not remember having this conversation with her. I vaguely remembered it, but like I could not remember what the fuck I was supposed to do. Oh shit. <laughs> so I text her. I'm like, okay, so listen. <laughs> so what happened was. What the fuck did I agree to? Because <laughs> I don't remember a damn thing. I just. I passed that one to sleep. All my memories of today have and been see, lost. Being me, if you were to have texted me that, <laughs> I'd have fucked with you hard. Like, you know, what did I agree with? My first text back would have been like. 
three way or something like that. Just to be like, wait, what? <laughs> and it was it was just a day. Like everything was just bad that day. <laughs> of course, because things get like that it can't go smooth. My manager was like, she had me help her with a display, and then instead of her listening to me. She just piled shit, kept piling shit, kept piling shit. And so I come in Monday, and Tamika's like, what the fuck did you do? I said, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, me, even though I was dead on my feet, was still smart enough not to do that. I had help. <laughs> <laughs> I said, go yell at your boss. Shit still ain't got fixed. <laughs> as long as shit ain't falling off, who gives a fuck? You work tomorrow? No. Shit won't get fixed tomorrow either. <laughs> but no, Saturday night was a lot of fun. I actually got to wrestle Michael. Uh, I'd never, never worked with Michael before. So. And y'all, like I told you, y'all got great chemistry in the ring. Y'all did good. Whitney's just fucking great. <laughs> So, two funny things that happened at the same moment <laughs> in that match. Oh, God. Uh, I was sitting in the corner. Michael Cohn did the uh, Stalin drop kick to the dick. Mm-hmm. As soon as he hits that, I reach down, grab my ball, selling, and I find Jennifer in the crowd, look at her, and I'm reaching out for her like, oh, my God, I need you to like kiss and make her feel better or something. You know, one of them kind of things. She, of course, wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) And Whitney said, see, she don't even care. I looked at Whitney and said, oh, I know. Whitney started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time that all that was going on, as soon as he hits the drop kick, Michael jumps up and says, and I quote, I think I just got rug burn on my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. And see, I hear that along with the comment that I said and my actions that I was doing. We get, you know, we get changed after the match and everything. I'm standing outside and Michael walks up to me. He's like, did you hear me say I got rug burn on my ass? I was like, yes, that was hilarious. He's like, no, I really think I did. (laughs) I would have expected. (laughs) But no, everything Saturday went really good during the show. Uh, I think it was a really good show Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler's got a really good show going down there. I'm glad I decided to come back. I've been having a lot of fun. It's always a great show. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I have so much fun every time I go down there. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun since I've been back. Uh, the Angle... Uh, the angle that I brought up to Tyler that he agreed to go along with has gone great. The crowd's really getting behind it. They're into it. Yeah, they are. Uh, so I think it's I think it's going to be a really good thing going forward. Uh, Jennifer seemed to have had a good time. 
even if it was just because she was hanging out with you up there. And we had a baby kidnapped, so it was... Yeah, there was babies <laughs> and children and everything else around, so... But, uh... Hell, next show... February the 19th. February 19th, RCW Arena. I actually have a friend coming that night. Main event, uh, Johnny Viper versus Brandon Watley. We've got... Got Zach Dine action. Got the collective. Uh, West Blaze. We really need to get Dorian on here. I agree with Ben on that. Uh, Matt Sells was there this past Saturday night. That's the first time I've got to see him. I've heard about him a lot. Yeah, I've never seen him either until this Really? Yes, he was hilarious. I love his gimmick. Is that the beer belt guy? Yes. Yes. The bru- the boozer weight. Bruiser weight. Bo- yeah, boozer weight. Boozer weight. Tell me. Word association, not my friend. And well see, there have been multiple bruiser weights. <laughs> that's where you're that's where you're going with that one. Corey Hollis was a bruiser weight. So is Pete Dunn. I would like to see Corey Hollis again. Yeah. I liked him when he was in uh that faction of Empire, the White Rose. Wasn't he in that? Yes. Okay. Him, Chip Day. Chip Day, Corey Hollis. Ryan, Ryan Vega. Yeah. Oh, they were great. Couldn't think of his work name. His shoot name was Jason. So I... But yeah, uh, come out if you're in, you know, if you're close to Chatsworth, if you're around anywhere near Chatsworth, uh, go to the show the 19th. Check it out. Uh, Ten bucks adults, kids get in cheaper than that. So But now it's getting down to the end of the podcast, and at the end of the podcast, we always do Josh's favorite segment. Emily, what is it? It's the pop. It's the pop, I know. Yeah, I just we thought at, you were I just looked at Josh it. and I said, We're gonna let Emily say it. So, Emily, what's the name of the segment? The Pop. Okay. It's The Pop. See, that's how you're supposed to say it, Josh. The Pop. That's not how you're supposed to say it, Josh. Thank you. That's, yes. Yes. It sounds like a really loud. It's really dumb. Why did you jerk your leg up when you did that? Take your hydro squad hoodie wearing a little butt back in there. Don't judge my association of words when I say The Pop. Oh, it's honey, the same word, you. honey bunch. You just clap really loud and make it over-exaggerated. That anyway, is, that back is who to I the am. That is, that is who I am. <laughs> and again, I'm the gay one. Wait, which one are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We've known this for a minute. We're still close this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't get how. Never mind, I was going to say something. I work with someone who says the same thing about you. <laughs> oh, Lord. And on that note, we, this has been the... No, we got to do the pop. Holy fuck. Wait a minute. Okay, so... Who's going to go first this week? Not it. Not it. I'll go first, uh, since I'll... Yeah, well, goodness. we know what this is going to be. No, 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 you don't. I'm grateful for my family and friends and how much they're always there for me and how much they're amazing for my <laughs> mental health. 
Anyways, next person. <laughs> this? Okay, Will, what you got since Josh already had his read out for him? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even doing a pop after that. I can't. No, no come on. You have a really good niece. Okay, Josh, come on. What? What's your pop? What were you gonna say there, buddy? Did I was she going cover to say my pop was RCW this weekend. You mean last weekend? Because this, this weekend, past weekend. It's this coming weekend. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, my, my papa's RCW when we went this past weekend. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, not only did I get to ref uh, an incredible main event with John, um, Jason Collins and West Blaze in their unsanctioned match, but I had a lot of trust in me to help agent some of the other referees backstage and some of the younger refs that are uh, – one of them was there, I think, last year, right before COVID started hitting big. and they been, they, I think this was their first time back. So, Ben and – Tyler was cool enough to let me agent the rest and go over stuff with him. So, throughout the whole night until I met, ref the main event, I was watching the monitors and going over stuff with him. So, that was pretty cool. Okay. So, that was my pop. Thank you, Tyler. William. I'm the kicker. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to ref this. Okay. I don't really know that I have one this week. <laughs> it's been a rough week. Like <laughs> You survived Sunday? <laughs> yeah, that's debatable. What I heard, I don't think survived is the correct word. No, survived is the correct word. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I survived Sunday, but Lord. Just give us an inspirational quote, then. <laughs> Let's say you can't think of a pop. You give an inspirational quote. That's that's what we're gonna start doing. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I'm, I'm very tired. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I will say, you know, I have some very fun things coming up that I plan on going to. There's a couple concerts I want to go see. Patty LaBelle's coming to town. I want to go see her. Nice. I want to go see the Abba concert. But that's going to be hard because that's the same fucking week. Oh, damn. Raj! They're both in Chattanooga. Yeah, that's why I stopped myself from saying that. But money-wise, it'll be a lot of our money, yeah. I got two pops. Well, what your turn. Okay, well, go ahead and give us one of Okay, so one of my pops. Hold on, hold on. You can't just Not go. the one that you were going to because you don't know. You don't know yet. Yeah, that's jinxy. That's bad luck. Then I got one pop. Good. <laughs> What's your one pop? What you got? I'm going to a Kane Brown concert in May. You think so? Oh, I know so. That's I sad. Okay. God, okay, that's sad. I'm too. For real? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so is someone's mom. Jinx. Jinx. You need to go to bed. I, I'm working. It's on. bedtime. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, I'm mad. Yeah. 
god. <laughs> your your eye bags already packed their bags. They're ready to go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was great. Fuck my life. <laughs> your eye bags are packed. Jason, sir. What's your pop, Jason? <laughs> My pop is that this shit's almost over with, so I can go in there and leave you alone with your fucking mental shit going. Hey, hey, we're we're positive mental health now, sir. Don't don't judge me. It's just I'm just. I'm, <laughs> bitch, if you start crying, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not crying. I mean, I'm hysterical. And that's worse. Okay, no. Uh, in all seriousness, though, uh, my pop is, you know, I said last week, you know, we were. Oh my god. Said. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Are you okay? That comment was not needed. Oh, everybody laughs and you focus okay, on you're... me. She's good. She's good. Okay, uh, you know, last week I talked about us buying the house and we've been working on the house. Well, we just got the uh, confirmation yesterday, signed the final paperwork, so uh, the house is closed on, so we could actually move in and sleep over there tonight if we wanted to. We still got a few things, quite a few things we need to work on. Yeah, but it's it's coming along a lot faster than I honestly thought it would. Yeah, we, uh, we did make a lot of good time this weekend. I get my pay. On tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> you like my on tomorrow because on, I, on I tomorrow. figured out that tomorrow is Wednesday. But you could just lift up, lift off the on. I get my paint tomorrow. Yeah. And you're the and I'm. Okay. See. Okay. Hold on. Follow. Follow where I'm going with this. Okay. Okay. So my pop is that we closed on the house. We're not completely done. We're not ready to move in, but we could if we were. Okay, now, on to, on back to you. We record this on Tuesday night. Okay? I don't edit. I just... I put the episode together, and it gets posted tonight. Like, it'll be posted. It is 9.46 Tuesday night, February the 8th right now. Uh, depending on when we get done, this thing will be posted probably before 10.30 it'll be posted. But not everybody listens as soon as it gets posted. Somebody might listen tomorrow. Somebody might listen a week from tomorrow. So you never know when. So whenever we talk about the shows, we say what happened this past week or what happened last night on Raw and stuff like that. But when we talk about future, like, hell, what what was it we were talking about? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. We recorded... Shit, I don't remember. Either way. But yeah, we don't know when people listen, so we don't say blah, blah, blah. We just... If we're going to talk about... What? Ziggler. Ziggler's an NXT. Okay, well, see, every time you try to show me something on a phone, it does this. Oh, I had that to roll into Josh. Don't, don't. Oh, shit. Sorry. So I couldn't tell who that was you were trying to show me. Apparently, Dolph Ziggler showed up on NXT tonight. So not only does he job out in the <coughs> main company, he's going to job out on the developmental company, too. 
Why could you shut up on the next day like three years ago? But all right, guys, that was the uh, Turn the Buckle podcast for this week. And like I said, before we let Will leave, we will try to figure out what our topic for next week is going to be so we actually have time to come up with it. And we can actually give good reasons as to why we say that the moss-covered three-handled family credenza is the fifth best finishing move of all time. Well, see, I was giving ideas, but I felt like I was being rushed. Why did you feel like you were being rushed? Because just the way y'all kept staring at me. I'm going to punch you in the fucking phone. We head. look at you when we listen to you, <laughs> fuckwad. I mean, I could just be looking at that tree and it, you know, not remember what I'm talking. Hi. Hi. I'm listening to you. This is how, yeah. yeah. That's how talking works. Mm-hmm. No, actually talking works by moving your lips and the air going past your vocal cords. Actually in your diaphragm, too. I don't have one of those. I'm a guy. A toe itches. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys, don't have diaphragms? <laughs> Quit breaking her. What? You know she's blonde. Wait, what? Love you, kiddo. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that you don't have one of those things that controls your body temperature? I forgot what that thing's called. <laughs> it's like, um... You started this. <laughs> this is not you. It's not pancreas. <laughs> and on that note, this has been the Turn the Buckle podcast for this week. I'm Jason Hampton. I'm a very sleepy Josh Cox. Very confused Will Clark. <laughs> I'm a hysteric daughter Hampton. <laughs> Peace out, fuckers. <laughs>